Welcome to Business Can Be Better. This is the podcast that helps businesses become even better businesses. I'm one of the co-hosts, Lane Anderson. I own a marketing company called London Road Media. And I'm Kelly Ray Tamaki, founder and owner of TMH Business Coaching and Consulting. Podcast topic is why. Okay. What's Knowing your, your why? why? What is the why? You're a big proponent of this. Well, the reason I'm a big proponent of this, especially the last week when I was really sick, um, is I find that when people do know their why and they're really connected to it, those hard times, you don't think about quitting. You know, you're just right. like, yeah, this is tough. I'll get through it. But I think um, a lot of people, and I say this all the time to my business owners when they're really, really frustrated, the only difference between you and the other businesses that aren't out of business is that they didn't quit. So you can quit anytime you want or you can keep going. And I find that the people who really know their why and are connected to it and and kind of have it somewhere to remind themselves, they don't think about quitting as often. Okay. And I've actually had a lot of people come to me in the past few weeks really struggling. And when they connected with their why, it became much easier. So yeah, I just thought this would be a really cool topic. that's almost seasonal. It's like right now. It's like October... And the seasons change, and it's back to the grind after summer, and everyone's like, why do uh, I do this? Yeah. <laughs> why, why can't I punch the clock and go home and watch Netflix but guilt-free? But Christmas is coming. Yeah. So there's that. The snow keeps reminding me of that. It I might have a secret like Christmas. Christmas tree in my lunchroom plugged in oh already. Oh, my God. No, we will <laughs> not publicly celebrate Christmas until after Remembrance Day. Right. I am appropriate. So knowing I your why. <laughs> Politically correct. That's what is word. your why? Okay, this is going to be a long story. Are you sure you want me to Yeah, let's okay. do it. Okay. So, um, yeah. So my why and my business why I was going to talk about. So for TMH Business Coaching and Consulting, that's the business I'll be talking about. Yes. Okay. Um, so this is a long story. Okay. So this is pretty personal and we're live. So everyone wants authentic. That's I didn't fine. even bring a box I of might Kleenex. cry. It's fine. Oh, I have a sweater. Okay. Um, so when I was a kid, my mom uh, had depression. Mm-hmm. And so I have this one memory of, I was the oldest kid. Okay. My brothers, when they became teenagers, they all of a sudden started acting like they were my older brothers, right. which they still think they're like my big brothers. But when we were kids, okay. I was the biggest one. So I think I kind of took it upon myself to kind of like make it my responsibility to make my mom happier. So I would remember like going into her room and she was crying in bed and I was like doing anything I could, like silly things trying to make her smile. Right. And I just remember as a kid just being so committed to that, making people happy. You know, like I just wanted people to be happy. I just wanted them to smile. Right. And um, I've done a lot of personal development, a lot of counseling in my life. And uh, that was kind of one issue that I uncovered, but I don't really want to heal it. Like, I don't think I need to heal it. I kind of love it. And it kind of drives me is really my need. Well, I guess I have to add to this story. There's another layer. And then as I grew up, when I was a young adult, I struggled too. I struggled with depression and mental illness. And um, then I got help and I totally started learning all this really amazing stuff. And I went from really, really depressed and sad and feeling like hopeless to really, really happy and really successful in all the areas of my life that are important. And so in the beginning, before I was a business coach, I wanted to just like be a life coach or something. Not that word. I hated that word. But something where I just took people and helped them go from unhappy to happy because that's what I did. So I figured this is like, oh, I got to share this with everybody. Um, 
I even wrote a book a long time ago. But the thing was, I was also really good at business and I had still been doing my business education and everything. And, and I really fell into um, working for business owners who weren't happy. And when I made their businesses more systemized and profitable, made them lots more money, then all of a sudden they were happy. So okay. for me, I really kind of latched onto that because I wasn't having much success making people happy in general. Right. You know, I can't just be like, oh, you're sad. Let me heal you. Let That's not my that thing. For you. But with business, it's crazy. Like every business owner that comes to me, they're stressed out. They're not making enough profit, that sort of thing. It's very easy for me and very natural uh, and comes easy, easy to me to help them make their business better so that they feel more freedom, more joy, more right. ease. So I kind of combined all those three things into like, okay. why? Because I want to make people happy. That's and I'm why. particularly good at business, so I want to make business owners happy. Mm-hmm. Is that is that clear? Yeah, it's clear. It feels very convoluted. Okay, but that's it. That's what it is. And and the way the primary way that you your service makes business owners more happy is removing stress like is that yeah basically just making the business work better because most of us start a business because we're good at a thing Mm -hmm. you know like carpentry or like carpet cleaning okay i'm a good carpet cleaner i'll start a carpet cleaning business but there's so much that you need to know about financials and leadership and operations and um Mm -hmm. marketing gosh you know and and they don't realize they have to know all that stuff so they get in, they start growing a team, they get really busy, but then they realize that they've been working so much and not getting a ton of profit out. So they don't yeah. have enough time off and they also don't get enough money. So fix those two things and almost everybody's happier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I think like, like it's funny, I like as a, when I was a student, like we were broke students for a long time. We had our first two kids while I was still a student. We lived on student loans. I'm still paying those off. <laughs> but Me too. Um, I find a lot of joy in paying bills now because when you have the money saved up appropriately and you've budgeted and you're like, no, this is my government money that I've set aside and this is my bill paying money, like it doesn't bring you stress anymore. And just the fact that that action action can almost be like a celebration. You're like, Hmm. how good is it to be at this point where we've been able to set aside this money that we owe back to the government. That's awesome. <laughs> that's, that is a, yeah, it's a win. That And that's what I mean is that's the kind of thing that when you empower people to be in a position where they're able to do that, that's why. Like you can turn something that they are dreading, oh, yeah. I have to do my remittances, into something that they look forward to. They're like, oh, I like being able to hand over this money because I know what it was like. Like now I just have it in an side account that I'm not touching and there it is. Like, Yeah. And I think the last piece that I kind of have to finish that off so it's all connected, like I'm going to get into later talking about your mission statement and how important it is to include your why in there. But for us, we really wanted to translate it into a why that would land for people. Okay. And so I kind of took all of that. And, you know, the last sort of piece of the mission statement is because business can be better and it should be. And so like when you when you. Uh, you know, if you're listening or watching or whatever, if you read that last line of the mission statement to you, those might just be words, but there is so much passion behind that. And so much feeling like when I say, because business can be better and it should be that, and it should be is me, my whole lifetime of seeing people who are really, 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 really sad or stressed out or unhappy. And also knowing that I could Mm -hmm. like, I used to say, drag them from the darkness into the light, right? You know, like come over here. It's so much better over here. So all that, right. like all that sort of why and passion and, and energy is behind that little sentence. So that's kind that's of good. how it translated from my why to the business why. Okay. Yeah. 
I wrote down whys uh, a couple of years ago, being like, yeah, what what is like, what is the reason I'm running this business? And I know in your coaching, it's often um, superficially, it's it's increased profits, reduce stress, kind of thing. But that's kind of um, that's not the actual end goal. That's the means to it. Yeah. And but a lot of people make that that the end goal is increased profits, right? And that was never you know, I was writing down what is what is it that I'm trying to accomplish and that was not necessarily it. So I wrote them down, I actually wrote them down and then like put it as a LinkedIn post like two oh, years cool. ago. And um and I had them ranked like I had four things. So number one I was this. I wanted to build something awesome. Like mm-hmm. that's my number one thing. I just wanna just build something that I can be proud of having built and that other people are like, that's really great what you've done. Like that's it. So I just want to build something that is awesome. I don't know how else you describe that. <laughs> it's not very well defined. No, it is. But it's just creating something great, I guess. The second was I want to be my employee's dream employer because I think us as business owners, a lot of us get into it because of the perceived freedom that it's going to be. And <laughs> <laughs> I say perceived and very um, intentionally, but it's that being in control of your own time your schedule your life your income all of that right and in control of your own fate but I also believe that a lot of people are just like born entrepreneurs or not and I don't think that that privilege should only be available to entrepreneurs like I think employees should also be able to be in control of their own time and their schedule and have freedom and in control of their own income and all of that so I want to basically give everything that I enjoy as perks of being an entrepreneur to employees so that um, there isn't this class divide between all business owners have it great and employees suffer basically, right? That's a myth, by the way, if anyone thinks that. Yes, right. Um, So I wanted to basically give employees their dream job and that was number two. Number three was I want to have control over my own schedule and my own success. That was a big thing, like having worked for other people and grinding it out and then a year later you get your four percent raise or whatever if you're lucky (laughs) it's like that is not being control of your own success whereas I can work my ass off and land a new client and like increase my personal income like in the first Mm -hmm. couple of years when it was literally like all the incomes my income um you could literally increase your own income by like 20 Mm percent like overnight yeah and like it's massive right and that's like those it was so exciting then right like i land someone on a retainer for like fifteen hundred dollars and you'd be like oh my god that's like money for our family like fifteen hundred extra a month right that's so exciting um so being in control of that yourself rather than basically just at the whim of whatever gets given to you you get to take it yourself and then the fourth was yeah to be able to make money to be able to have a pretty good quality of life and make some money but it is I think a lot of people prop that up as your number one and I have it as number four is yeah I want to make good money too so those are my whys and I just sat down one day and decided I was trying to figure out what they were and just wrote them down yeah I like that but um I like how different our approaches are it's I'm I'm sure everyone can tell but we never talk before our podcast so it's not like we like, what do you have on we your nose? What are reactions. you going to say, yeah. you know? Um, but we both went about it in totally different ways, I think, you know? Mm-hmm. But I also, so do you know like the seven layers of why or five yeah. layers? Or I don't know, whatever. Seven. It, is it seven? Yeah. So 
there's that and when i i decided for this i was like well let's do that like let's go through them and so if i just take my number one like build something awesome and do my seven layers of why i basically like work my way down i have it like written down where it's like so why do you run a why do you own a business i'm like because i want to build something awesome so why do you want to do that and then why is that important and then why and then why and then why that basically gets down to the very bottom of like because happiness is the point of life like that's what it arrives at and then i do it for my number two because i want to be my employee's dream employer and i do the why and the why and the why and the why and it basically ends up as because happiness is the point of life like no matter what that is the end why of why i'm doing things and i think if you went and it probably doesn't take seven layers either because we're more i don't know we can kind of like jump steps because we're like more in tune with why we're doing things but I think with yours too, right? You're wanting to make other people happy. You're like three whys in before you're like, because happiness is the point of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think probably a lot of people are going to come to the exact same why. Right. It's just going to be different wording. Exactly. You know, to feel good, to be happy, to have other people feel good. Yeah. Why? Because that makes me feel good. Yeah. It's pretty much all about feeling good. <laughs> pretty you much. Know? Nobody's a... Uh, yeah. And that's another a good point I didn't think of sharing in this conversation, but a lot of my clients, when we talk about their personal goals and then we kind of translate those into strategic objectives that will help fulfill their personal goals, I ask them why they want those things. Like, what's the feeling you're after? Yeah. And it's always something about feeling good, right? Yeah. Like it's, I want to feel relaxed or I want to feel free or I want to feel joyful. And I try to encourage them to find some way to get more of that feeling in their life now mm-hmm. while we work towards that thing. Yes. Because otherwise, what's the point? Absolutely. What if you die before you get that million dollar bonus? You know, what so, if you... Do you know you know the story of the businessman and the fisherman, the Brazilian fisherman? In the boat on the beach? Yeah. And he's like, all So that? like for everyone else... Yeah, I tell it. It's good. So like the Brazilian fisherman bringing in his little rowboat back to shore and... And this businessman's sitting there on holidays and this guy comes in, the fisherman with like a good catch of fish. And the businessman's like, wow, that's that's amazing. Like, how long does it take you to do that? And he's like, oh, I'm just out for a couple hours. And he asks, the businessman asks, like, so then what do you do for the rest of your day? He's like, well, I sell enough to make a little bit of money and then I take the rest and I feed my family and I can play with my kids and have a nap and hang out with my wife and go out with some buddies at night and we drink and dance and then start all over tomorrow and the businessman's like well you did that in a couple hours like why don't you go out for four hours for eight hours like look how much more fish you could catch and he's like why would i do that well because then you could you could buy a bigger boat well why would i do that well then because you could hire other fishermen why would you do that so you could buy more boats so you could hire more fishermen why would i do that well then you own a whole fleet and why would i do that well then you'd make so much income you could be investing in the stock market you could be a millionaire why would i do that well eventually you'd retire and then you could come and fish for an hour a day and then go and hang out with your kids and hang out with your wife and go in the evening and only work an hour a day and it's like what do you think i'm doing right now right yeah. and that's so people get so uh, distracted by the perceived idea of like what the next step is without looking at like how can I actually maybe get to the end goal a lot more efficiently without going through that path like maybe I can get the end goal now yeah. without building this thing and then doing this thing and then doing this thing like you can go just directly for the end goal um, and so I think that's a good reason to keep your why just close at hand because 
if you can find a more direct route to it because often money is propped up as the why but usually the money is the means to a some other why yes and maybe you can get to the why without the money right so it's i think it's a pretty important thing to be clear on and keep it around for all the major decisions you're making yeah and i don't want to anyone to take this the wrong way we're not encouraging you to go fishing in a boat for an hour <laughs> and throw away your business although if you want unless to, that is your free. dream life <laughs> but um i love that story too because it was such a paradigm shift for me really it really helped me uh get that point about like having it now sort of mm-hmm. thing um i think for me though the for me the why like to make other people happy i could be sa- satisfied with just like having friends and a husband and a mom and you know people in my life very close to me that are happy or i could you know maybe become a counselor which i right. thought would be very very hard to deal with all yeah. that stuff um but if i do this on a bigger scale like i was thinking about with the the bigger boat and the fishermen and that sort mm-hmm. of thing um i love the idea of scaling up and having your why like um I'm not thinking exponentially bigger. Right. Yeah. So for me, you know, and that's one of the things we're working on is getting getting out to all the business owners in Canada, not just in, yeah. in the local area, is because this stuff works and I can make way more people happy mm-hmm. and way more people successful if I do it this way. But I can't forget that the whole point of doing it, the whole point of all this trial and error that we're doing, the whole point of all the... The work, like with the eight-hour filming, remember, mm-hmm. and the the <laughs> yeah. energy drinks. I'm not gonna lie, and the all of it. Um, I can't forget that in the the small day-to-day decisions, even like when I'm buying a coffee or something, you know, mm-hmm. is because I want people to feel happy and to feel good. Yeah. And so, if I'm not considering that, like when I'm around people or with people or dealing, even if it's a waitress or the the mailman or whoever, do we still have mailmen? Anyways, if you want people to feel happy, (laughs) give that to people in the minute, in the moment, you know? Um, Yeah. It has to guide your actions. Mm -hmm. I I think there's a lot of, like, it's easier to follow a template. This is why we have um, stereotypes and things like that, is when you have a template, it's just easier to understand things. I think it makes your day more efficient when you can work in templates like if someone says i don't know i'm trying to figure out a quick way to explain this but when someone when someone explains something to you we immediately make a whole bunch of assumptions around the words they're using because it just helps our brain process it's not like we're relearning what they mean every time and you have this all this context right but also just in broader terms people sometimes want a template to follow for the same reason that they're like well this you know it's been proven before and it's laid out by this person this person that i look up to like this is the path that i need to take Mm. and so it's easy to kind of fall into some some con some template that you didn't design for yourself because you think that's the best path to take but when you get really intentional about why and figuring out the best path to it you you can't usually use someone else's template you got to figure out your own yeah, and you know what? I love that you said that, actually. So many, like, 4% of businesses make it 10 years. I know I say that a lot, but it is, like, the most staggering statistic I've ever come across. That means 96% of businesses are not making it 10 years. Mm-hmm. So do what you want, you know? Like, do it for the right reason. Like, if you want to get rid of your big boat and all your fishermen and go fish by yourself, do that. Mm-hmm. For sure, because chances are you're not going to make it anyways doing it the way that you're doing it. Like it's right. so, it's so much that way. But I guess I wanted to also tell people like, what's the point of having a why? 
Like, especially right. for those people who are like, oh, this is just some philosophical conversation about whatever. Right. <laughs> this doesn't apply to my business. So what's like the actionable, like what are the, the reasons? What's the point of doing this? For, for you as a business owner, for me as a person, knowing my why keeps me going through the tough times. Yeah. It helps me to remember to be patient and kind with people. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it reminds me not to give up. Um, and also it makes me a better person day to day. You know, even like that lady yeah. outside we were talking about, you know, mm-hmm. like um, just keeping that in mind just makes me a better person and it keeps me going. And then for my team, like if they don't, if your team doesn't know your why, they assume you're just out there to make money. That's just what employees oh, yeah. usually that's assume. What, that's what all of us you business know? owners are for. We're just a bunch of money hungry. <laughs> Yeah. Shirt and ties. It's only about the money. Awful people. Um, but seriously, and that maybe not every employee thinks that, but a lot of employees do. So mm-hmm. sharing this with them, like it just absolutely builds such a great connection between you and your team. Am I making the camera shake? I am. Well, it's, sorry. It's a little wobbly on the table. <laughs> um, all right. Okay. So it builds connection with you and your team. Mm-hmm. They get to know you. Yeah. Like to hear that story. Imagine if you worked for me and you didn't know any of this and you just read my mission statement. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, because business can be better than it should be, you know, like doing your job. But if you actually hear from me why I started the company, why I keep it going, how much it means to me to have Mm -hmm. people be happy, that sort of thing, they're so much more invested in it. Yeah. And I would encourage you to encourage your team to find their why. And sometimes when I talk about things like this, my clients say, but what if they leave? Because it's not the why they want to work for? Yeah. And you know what? That might happen. It might. But you're better off having somebody follow their heart, work in a in a way that fulfills them, than mm-hmm. having them there and not be bought into yours. Yeah, buying in is the big part, right? If they don't know your why, they can't buy into it. But no. I, like my employees know my why, and they're very much bought into being a part of making that happen. Yeah, you got to communicate that. Absolutely. And then the big Simon Sinek thing, right? Mm-hmm. The clients need to know your why. Yeah. And I think I've really failed at communicating that because hmm. I think I've had the opportunity in the last two weeks to tell this to three people because right. they basically broke down in front of me. And I had the chance to tell them, I'm so happy to see you like this because I know that we're about to have a huge breakthrough. You know, okay. when, when you get yeah. really, really down and really, really uncomfortable, I know that they're about to make a change because it's going to be harder to stay the same than it is to change. So I get excited about that. And then I have to explain my weird, perverse excitement about them being down. So I got to tell them my why, <laughs> right? Yeah. I know you'd be like, why are you laughing? I'm crying right yeah. now. But I explained to them how I'm so happy because this is exactly what I built my business for, I, I, I mm-hmm. want you to be happy, you know, that's the whole point of this. But I don't think I tell clients that enough, you know? Okay. I have it very... Like, this is what I'm here to do, is I want to... I'm here to make you happy. Yeah. I've been doing this since I was five, you know? And now I'm just doing it with business. So I'm. what I'm wondering is how far down the levels of why we go, because I think when you get too far, it's just too far, it's too so far detached from anything actionable that it becomes not as useful like for me to boil it down to my seventh why of because happiness is the purpose of life and to be like why am i in business because happiness is the point of life like how does that help me guide yeah i hear you uh and Mm. so at what level like at the first level sometimes that's still too close to just surface level not really really showing the motive behind it but i don't know i was trying to figure out like where how do you determine what that sweet spot is where it's still close enough to something actionable and what's actually going to impact your business and is specific to your business compared to something that's so vague that 
it is, doesn't really relate to your business. Is this called a Venn diagram? That is, yeah. So remember that Venn diagram that you drew? Mm-hmm. What were the three things? What were we talking about then? Oh, I can't remember. I think it, it was matter. about hiring though, right? Okay. It was like what you're yes, good at. Their strengths. What you're good at, what you enjoy doing, and what your employer would find valuable. So right? if I could just make up a Venn diagram here, hopefully it's three, not two. But I think, um, you know, when you do your research mm-hmm. and clients basically tell you like why they decided to reach out to you or why they hired you right. or like why you're better than the others. So I think that is going to intersect with your why one of your levels right maybe it's just two things two yeah things. it's Where not those... a venn diagram at all <laughs> well so it's more still. like two, two circles two together. still venn diagram still counts yeah okay yeah but i think that's where we found the we looked at the research and we found people were most complaining about working too much and making too little mm-hmm. like being stressed out because the business wasn't systemized so we really started talking about decrease your stress and increase your profit mm-hmm. but that's not what i was thinking when i was five but right, they intersect right. at, you know. Yeah. And I think when you go like the seventh level of why, that's good for determining like what is your philosophy of life. Because a lot of, there will be people who don't arrive at because happiness is the purpose of life. Because not everyone yeah. believes that. And they're going to find some other ultimate why. Um, but you do need to get a few in there. And even, yeah, when I talk to clients, it's going to be, so what what do you provide? Like when I'm asking them to help them determine like their unique selling proposition. So what do you provide? Well, we provide socks and then you're like and why would someone pay That's you your example <laughs> it's the best you one there a sock is client? uh no but okay. i was studying a, a sock seller that i look up to for his e-commerce skills oh, today so interesting um so you say what do you sell and people will say the actual service or product okay so you sell socks and why would someone buy those from you because they need to keep their feet warm well that's what you sell you sell the ability to keep people's feet warm honestly yeah right and so it's getting at least to a why rather than the what Uh, i think you need to at least get that far yeah that's and that's just in marketing but and so that's helping determine your unique selling proposition or actually that's not the usp that's more just like talking in terms of benefits rather than products or services um, but also just in how you operate your business. So what do we offer people this? So why do we? You know where I usually get it from people is when we're working on their mission statement and their marketing plan and we break down the mission statement into what, um, how, for who, and why. When we start mm-hmm. to talk about the why, it's almost like the seven levels of why by accident. Mm-hmm. But I just keep saying to them, no, you know, it's going to feel more meaningful when you really get to the answer. You know, like, why is that important? Why right. is that important? So it's exactly the seven levels. Why? I'm sorry. I'm whoever wrote that. I'm <laughs> copying it. Um, yeah. But I, you usually see almost every one of them will get tears in their eyes when they hit that one sentence. And yeah. usually I find that it's actually marketable. Like it's good material for a mission statement because their mind frame is in marketing. Mm-hmm. But you have to kind of get them to step back into like that really feeling place. Like I'm thinking of somebody the other day was sharing and when he shared why he built the company, now it's a very big company serving a lot of people, that one um, reason that he started it and the reason that he wanted to take care of or provide the first customer right. is the same reason that he wants to provide to the millions of customers. But he wasn't saying that because now that he's such a big business, he thinks he can't keep that. But mm-hmm. actually, that's what was missing from the marketing. Right. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you can hit that level where it feels so meaningful to you that, but also you can say it in a way that appeals to the 
the ideal clients. Right. And it's answering something that the ideal client wants from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think like there's both of those, there's those two reasons um, or two levels to this where it's either the why you're in business. That's not always a marketable thing. Like why I'm in business. No one will hire us because of my why. Cause my why is not about them. <laughs> my why is about us building something awesome. So that's not really like a selling point, but you definitely, we work on helping them figure out their why I don't, or I their think products you're why or your you customers why. Happy. I know, but that's not my why. My why is not making you happy. No, I know, but your <laughs> why is because life is meant to feel happy. Oh, the ultimate one. Yeah. is. And that's what, at least at some level, you're giving your customers. Mm-hmm. At least that's what you're giving us when we achieve our plan, like crazy happiness. Good. Yeah. Can we, so you're talking about putting things in mission statements and stuff, yeah. right? Can we, um, I have mine on my site. Do you want to audit? Oh, no. Yeah, do it. Okay. Okay, hold on. Somebody said to me the other day, it was a man and a, a man and his wife, and they came to me, um, and he, I said something, and he said, see, honey, she doesn't care about feelings. She just tells it like it is. And I was like, <laughs> what? No, I care about feelings. So okay, I, I just get so passionate site. about about business that I sometimes... <laughs> I don't. I care about feelings. I'm so sorry. Um, okay, so I have it on hmm. our store. We just launched our new. Okay, homepage. I was like, I've never seen this before. I, I would have remembered this. So I have a lot of words here, but I do I have see this that picture. This is Aww. our grand opening. Awesome. Um, I do have our mission statement, our UVP, and our company culture written here. But I did these probably two years ago. Mm, time for an update. <laughs> so. What I say is Lenormand Media builds lasting relationships between customers and businesses locally and internationally with engagement-focused content marketing complemented by strong branding and digital advertising. That's what our mission is. It's about building lasting relationships between customers and businesses. Yeah, I like that. Is that... But it, but should this... You're saying, put your why in your mission statement. Does that contain anything well, related to, to my why? Well, you just Okay. Yeah, it's not in there. <laughs> But you know what? The what is very well defined, and in what way with engagement-focused content and, and strong for whom digital, yeah businesses locally. Yeah, and you got that it's totally. Not very specific. Well, I think you know as long as some people need to put in there for who, like for example, yeah. worked with a really um, amazing landscaping company four or five years ago, and we wanted to make sure that it was clear that they wanted to work for discerning clients who really wanted like high quality, Okay. right? So we actually put that in there because they didn't want to attract people who are looking for cheap landscaping. Right. But in some cases like this, if it's very obvious that you're working with businesses, I think mm-hmm. it's okay. You don't have to explicitly say. I think that where you, well, no, you could say something a little bit more specific so that you don't attract the cheap people because you are not cheap. Yeah. You follow, like, you know, my motto is, like, be the best, charge the most. Mm-hmm. It's a, a losing strategy to try and be the cheapest. So you could put something in, then in, in there. So then in our company culture, mm-hmm. this one definitely ties to my number two why. So Leonardo Media values diversity and equality, providing a work environment that feels safe and respectful. Every employee is treated as a partner in a shared mission, not a part of a hierarchy. Absolutely. And you totally but that's our that. that's our, my number two about being my employee's dream employer so that relates to that yeah um but i don't know like you say i don't know how you were saying you don't know how well you convey your why to your clients i don't know that mine necessarily gets a whole lot into our why or my why well whether it needs to 
Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Have you read, read or uh, listened to any Simon Sinek? I've watched some of his videos, like all those viral ones that go out. He's very, very committed to the stance that um, clients buy from you because of why you do it, not what you do. Mm-hmm. So he talks about like some really big brands like Apple and I can't they remember. They buy from... they. They choose who they buy from based on. Yeah, we should pull up why. something of his. Yeah, he's very, very much attached to this. Don't buy what you do; they buy why you do it. He says. Hmm. And so, um, I was doing a little bit of googling before I came over to look at his. Um, he has a book he wrote with a couple other people. Find your why: a practical yep. guide to. I can't remember figuring it out or something. Um, but I tried to read the summary of it. Seems very long. Like <laughs> the summary feels think, very long. Yeah. Does he need to summarize the summary? No, really, it seems like a lot of work. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna have to do it now. But um, <laughs> I just felt like I always knew my why. Like I don't know if it was like a course that we took or a book that I read, but I've I've known that why for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's got a very a very different process for finding it. So I should probably, I'm gonna read that and let you know how that goes. Maybe I'll do that on a you should read that. what's new on another time. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he's very insistent that all those those really successful big brands are only successful because people know their why. Hmm. Can we pull? And that is up? that only? Yeah. What do you want to look at? I'm just Go gonna pull it. up um, examples. Um, yeah, and I think that's a part of businesses that are that can benefit from having a great brand like a big brand and we're big on that like i want to build brands i want businesses to have amazing brands um but i think there's certain businesses that aren't all that concerned with their brand i think there's like there's a lot of e-commerce where you don't buy based on brand you buy based on it solving a problem you had and it's not really about why at all we were talking about there's this raincoat on amazon that when i was in new york at the conference we were talking about if you go to you know, a certain area of New York, like every woman is wearing this exact same raincoat because it's something that's sold on Amazon. It's the same style, color, everything. And it's just because it's a good price and it's a good raincoat and everyone wears it. But if you asked any of them, no one has any idea what brand it is. Like they know they bought it on Amazon, but like if you ask them what, who makes it or whatever, they're like, I don't know, because it just doesn't matter. Like it's about, it solves a problem. It's the right price. It's the right color. It's whatever. It's everything. And and I'm a huge brand proponent. Like you need to have brand. That's important. Like brand is so valuable. But to play devil advocates to my own uh, stance and Simon Sinek's is is the why that important? Like the Franco just needs to work. <laughs> Honestly, like so it depends a lot on the kind of business. Like Apple needs. Yeah, their why is important. The Amazon raincoat maybe not as much. So. This brings me back to the most frustrating realization I ever had, and it was in university, in my master's program. I was taught one theory that lined everything up for me in a way that made the world make sense. Okay. And I thought, ah, I can think of ah. so many examples. <laughs> oh, this, is, the this makes so moment, much sense. as they say. But then the very next week, by the very same prof in the very same class, I learned a theory that opposed the other theory. Isn't that annoying And it was like university? my brain was so itchy. I was so irritated. <laughs> and I was like, is this going to be, is the whole program going to be like this? And uh, it was. Yeah. So I, that's... I just did a lot of, I did oh, a Bachelor I of Arts. That. And took a lot of philosophy and even an English degree is basically the study of philosophy, but through literature. And that is all you learn is like, here's this philosophy. And you're just like, oh, that makes so much sense. This grid work formula that I have to understand everything. And the next week they're like, and here's the critic that totally annihilates yes. it and why it doesn't make sense. You're exactly. like, no. 
So yes. it's like, which diet is the best? Which workout oh, is yeah. the best? Like, eh, there's going to be theories and evidence out there to support anything. But um, do you want to share this? I don't know. I haven't read it yet. Them? I was just okay. going to, I don't want to get so distracted. What is that this I, diagram? <laughs> he's talking about apple, though. That's where right. I wanted to find. But that's the thing. We don't even know apples. Why do you? I don't know their why. Well, if we don't know their why, then obviously this isn't the be all end all. But let's do, let's take Simon Sinek off here for a second. Okay. So his theory is that people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. Okay. So do you think your mission statement says why? No. Do you it, think it needs to? No. I think it solves a problem that so many people have that I don't think it needs to. I, I don't. It's when you say that about Simon Sinek, it feels weird. Like I need to know my why because it's how I'm going to build my business and how like the way that we go about building it and how I manage my team and and all of that, but I don't see necessarily why my clients need to know my why. I mean it's fine if they do. I just don't know what benefit it provides them other than getting buy-in from them. I guess that they're like, yeah, I want to be a part of that. Yeah. But I don't think at all that that's a necessary thing. I don't think your clients need a why because what you do is so needed right now. I need to solve their why. They don't need to buy into my why. I need to figure out their why and provide something that solves that for them. Yeah. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. And so that's where, so mine is a benefit statement rather than a product or service. It's I build lasting relationships between customers and businesses. And that's usually pretty closely aligned with people's why. They're like, well, I want. Yes. I want to have loyal customers, loyal clients. I want to build something great <laughs> my <laughs> brain means... is itching again okay this we're feels destroying like things we're destroying okay paradigms. so simon sinek may not have the answer to everything no i'm gonna go i have lots of disagreements I've read, with simon sinek. I've read a couple i thought you would like leaders eat last uh, i haven't read that i've just watched his videos on how much he thinks millennials are Oh. doomed and that smartphones are the no, bane of existence <laughs> i don't yeah i don't I, i'm not saying i agree with anything this guy says i'm just saying that he was one example that i kind of thought of when we were talking about why um but in talking about my why my business your why's your businesses i think both of us have pretty much come up with our own frameworks for how why yeah. so again proving that no one theory can work for everything and no one else's works for you figure out your no. own I think my core message that I wanted to share today was just that if you don't have something really driving you, that's bigger than you, that's bigger than your business, that's bigger than the day to day. You know, like last week, mm -hmm. I was so sick and like I totally showed up here and I didn't just show up here like begrudgingly. I was like, hey, let's do this. You know, like yeah. I feel motivated. I feel inspired. I feel lit up like I don't even know how else to describe it, but when I'm doing what I'm doing, when I when I do videos, a lot of people, did you know people think I'm good on video? I think yeah. it's hilarious. I didn't think, <laughs> I think that. It's hilarious. So my secret on video, do you know what it is? I never watch the videos after. Yeah, I remember you but, saying that. So all I have to do is pretend there's one person on the other side of the camera that I'm helping. Right. Which is good for authenticity. You're talking to a human. Like, yeah. yeah. But I wouldn't do any of these things. Not only that, but the lack of, like, I don't have a huge following on social media and I've been doing it for five years, mm -hmm. you know, so many times I wanted to give up, but the one person or the handful of people or the, you know, the dozen people that messaged me a couple weeks ago, like those people remind me, like I'm making a difference. I'm helping people feel happier. Like I'm right. making it. Yeah. So, so for me, fulfills your why. Yeah. I feel like you need to know your why because it keeps you going during the tough times and it's just made, it's just really helped to drive me. And a lot of my success. So that's why I wanted to, to say that you need your why. And getting it, finding it is just a matter of asking those questions and taking time to 
really find the right answer to it. So it's why are you in business and figure out a quick answer to that. And then why, why is that important? Like yeah. the answer you provide to that, why is that important? And then, and then the answer to that, why is that important? I would say at least get three whys deep. And I say and you'll go be all somewhere. the way till you're tiered up. <laughs> you and then could. you can back up if you want for your mission statement. Yeah, for, for what's relevant to business. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now I'm questioning if I need the why in my mission statement. But I, I really believe that most of the businesses I work with and my business, I think if you don't have that in your mission statement, like your statement of yeah, I just well, feel like it'd be is, really missing. Like you said, like so your why when you say my why is I want to I want to make my clients happier. Like that would not be your seventh level why. That's no. like two or three, right? Because yeah. that's what I mean is if you go further than that, because I'll say why, and you'd be like, well, because everyone deserves to be happy. Why? Yeah. Well, because there's there's like you shouldn't have happy people and unhappy people. Everyone should have access to happiness. Why? Well, because happiness is the purpose of life, and that's like level seven. <laughs> But that's what I mean is we need to stay at like level two or three because that's relevant to your business. And that is something you could definitely share because it's still something that you're helping them directly achieve. And I guess as long as it reminds you of your seventh level, why? It will keep driving you. Yeah. It does need, yeah, because it does need to be Just a little dressed built up back for your up website. from that foundational yeah. one. And then it needs to be definitely related. I'm so sorry. I'm sniffling. Now you're right. sniffling. Because <laughs> I've been looking down a lot, I think. So I want to, did we talk about all this, how to find it, what to do with it, when you'll need it? So how to find it, we talked about the seven levels, why. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really great way. Keep asking, well, why is that important? Why is that important? Until you get to something that really moves you. And you could probably get somebody else to ask you those questions that would be helpful, somebody you really trust that you're Mm -hmm. okay being vulnerable with. (laughs) Because if you ask yourself, it's kind of, I don't know, I don't have much success with that. Okay. Um, What do you do with it? it, If you do it yourself, definitely at least write it down. Yeah. Because otherwise you're brain just spins and yeah you yeah you need to actually write it on paper that'll help a lot and then what to do with it i think post it places to remind you mm-hmm. um make it part of your mission statement if it fits for your business tattoo it on your arm i was gonna say that <laughs> earlier but have you okay. ever heard of uh sebastian maniscalco no he's this comedian that my husband and i discovered a few years ago so funny but one of his jokes is about how girls get tattoos and they're like little sayings but they're like just these dainty little words <laughs> i have so many of those like his, I, I swear his that's skit was making fun of me that that's what i was gonna mention earlier to write your why as a tattoo but it's too i think <laughs> i'll just get made fun of for that again stay the same well that doesn't change if you really nail it oh no that's a whole know. other conversation oh yeah but that's why it's so meaningful for you mm-hmm. you know because you didn't know that before yeah uh, when you'll need it. So you're going to need it when... Let me give you some real life examples from okay. the last few weeks. Let's do it. You're going to need it when you spend years training, educating, bonusing, taking care of that employee who you trust, who has a big part in your business, and then they quit and go do something else. <laughs> you'll need your why. Uh, you'll need it, it when... You know, you're sailing along thinking you're doing really well and then you get surprised and for some reason you owe a lot more tax than you thought you did. Mm -hmm. You'll need it then. Um, You'll need it when your employees have no idea like the struggle that you've gone through, the sacrifices you've made, like the hard work that you do. And you can't tell them, by the way, don't try to get your employees to to take on your your burden there because we chose to be business owners and we enjoy all the benefits. So we have to enjoy that stuff, too, or get through it at least. But you're going to need it then because sometimes your why is going to be all that you have to keep you company and keep you going. Um, So that's the point. That's why I want to talk about the why. Yeah. Just don't give up. 
when you're sick and you can't talk. (laughs) (laughs) And you have to have a meeting through Messenger. Just keep swimming. (laughs) Have you prepared a quick tip for us today? I said, (laughs) post your why where you can see it and get it into your mission statement. All right. And now you're questioning that. No, I'm going to keep that. I can that. see I'm it in your eyes. That. That's you're my like, final answer. Okay. What was that game show called? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Is that your final answer? Or that's, um, I wish we had some viewers so people could tell us. Yes. Yeah. Yes. My why is to keep doing a podcast until we have enough people that someone comments. <laughs> Just kidding. Someone can write out their why. And we'll, we'll ask yeah. you why back. <laughs> Give us your first level and be like, why is that important? And yeah, we'll yeah. do it all in YouTube Come on, chat. Who wants to play? Okay. No? Okay, I have a quick tip. My quick tip is um, completely just something actionable and simple that I wanted to share that's not about your why at all. Oh. But um, people want to, uh, when they start a new business or a new Instagram account for an old business, but Instagram is kind of a difficult one to get going. It doesn't have the shareability that Facebook does, so it's often a lot harder to get some traction there. So if for tip for a new account or one that's stagnant and you need to get something happening there, you want followers, you want comments, you want engagement of some sort, you need to give the engagement that you hope to receive. That's what you need to do. It's not just post, look at how amazing this is, why aren't people engaging with it? Give the engagement you hope to receive. So if you just want followers, I won't, don't really advise it, but if that's what you're going for, go follow a whole bunch of people and you'll get them back. That's going to work. That's it's not true. something I advise, but you can do it, it works. But that strategy works with the more meaningful types of engagement. You want a whole bunch of likes on your posts, go and like a whole bunch of posts. You're going to have to do probably 100 for every like you get back, but it's going to work. But even more uh, effective is if you do want comments, go and give comments. Like Go and engage with other people's content in the way that you would want them to engage with you. And they're going to, you're going to earn that engagement. But you have to do it you know, with comments, I'd say probably like a 10 to one ratio. Like you're gonna have to go out and give 10 times as much as the one you received back. And I don't think people are willing to be that giving, like they just want to put stuff out there and receive, right? They, but it really, really takes a lot of giving the engagement you want to give, that you want to receive and doing it at a much um, higher volume than what you're going to receive initially. So go give the comments, go give the likes, give the follows, whatever is important to you and you will receive them back. Don't just post and shut down the app. That's how you get an Instagram going. All I'm right. just thinking of the people that are doing that to me. Yeah, and and give the, con- like that's what I mean, give the kind of engagement so you want. Because if it's like the, ooh, great post, DM me and, and they copy-paste that. Exactly, yeah. so yeah. that's the kind of engagement that they're gonna get back is very shallow copy-paste yeah. engagement. So if you want authentic, real engagement, go out and authentically really engage with other people. That's that's how you get it back so yeah exactly those are not examples of doing it well it is doing it but it's you're gonna get the right you're gonna get the exact same kind of engagement back so awesome Cool. So that's episode 12. Be back next Tuesday, 6.15 p.m. in the mountain sharp. time zone. Yeah, sharp. <laughs> Means I need to set up 10 minutes earlier yes. than we have been. Yes. 
and we'll be back with a new topic and we'll announce it somewhere the day before because so that you can hit get notified on YouTube and then you can see us go live at 6.15. Thanks for watching. Until then, you could, you could also we take suggestions if they want to yeah. tell us what they would Anyone like us to, to talk about. Say anything. And then they could show up and talk with us in the oh. comments. That'd be great. And you could reach me by if you wanted to, you know, tell us something that you want oh, us to talk about. You can reach me on Twitter at Lane underscore Anderson. You can reach me on Instagram at Lane B Anderson. And then you could just search my name, Lane Anderson, on LinkedIn if you want to connect there. Yeah, you can just search Kelly Ray Tamak here, TMH Business Coaching and Consulting on any of on those anything. platforms. Yeah. TikTok? The Google? TikTok, <laughs> yes, I'm on TikTok. Yeah, you are. I am. I made three videos. Awesome. They're all of my husband and my dogs. Good. I'm like, oh, Tim, I just thought you should know what I've been doing. <laughs> just so you know, here you are. He's like, what the We heck? have two million followers. Like videos Instagram of him or hugging TikTok the famous. dogs from behind. Okay. He, doesn't, he didn't even know I took a video. <laughs> He's uh -oh. okay with it. It's fine. Actually, I do have some followers. Forms. Yeah, and I followed Will Smith. Yeah, does he follow you back yet? Oh, I should go check. <laughs> okay, have a great week, everyone. Bye, guys.